You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. This is Michelle Fern, host of Best Bets for Pets on Pet Life Radio. Okay, what do you think about when I mentioned stylish leather? Collars, right, for your fur babies? And maybe some other kind of gorgeous things for yourself? Wait till you hear what I have in store. Stay tuned, we'll be right back. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Awesome. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively possum. It's DesignerPetSweaters.com, the latest fashion trends for our furry friends. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit DesignerPetSweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. DesignerPetSweaters.com Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com Welcome back, everyone. I'd like to introduce Greg Horgan. He is the co-founding partner of Four Robins. Welcome, Greg. Hi, thanks for having me. So, everybody out there in Cyberland or regular land listening to our digital radio station is thinking, Four Robins, what is Four Robins? So, what is Four Robins, Greg? Four Robins is a maker of uh, leather other than pet collars and home goods. We're based in Western Pennsylvania. And it's a company founded by my wife and I, in many ways inspired by our dogs. When we got married, we each had two dogs. So we had a a big family of animals. And we started making pet collars. And then from there, you know, our business evolved into home goods and and a variety of other items as well. You make yourself all kinds of leather items, collars, and home goods? That's correct, yeah. And where does the name Four Robins come from? Um, you know, it doesn't really have a um, a specific reason behind it. We have uh, two kids, so there's four of us in the family. And uh, it's just, I think we were just sort of pulling names out of a hat, and that's where the, the name of our business came from, and it stuck. We also have another leather business called Twin Saints Leather, which sells some other different types of stuff. But, um, you know, Four Robins is our main business. And we also, my wife and I exhibit some fine crafts that we make under our own names, Greg and Nicole Horgan. That's pretty interesting. How long has Four Robins been in business? This is um, our fourth year of formal business, but we had this as a hobby before we started as a business. 
Uh, my wife was an art teacher and an oil painter for over 16 years. She has an MFA in painting, and uh, she was a teacher for almost 10 years. And my background was in manufacturing. I didn't know a lot about patterning and layout and that sort of thing. So because it was a confluence of talents or skill sets, rather, we started to make these three-dimensional objects. And um, we really got a lot of traction with the pet callers. You know, our friends and family love them. And that's really where the business began. And then from there, you know, we've been fortunate to do more complicated things. And actually, um, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting. Some people who buy our pet collars, you know, now we're, um, we're being invited to exhibit some of our larger items. So it's, it's kind of neat that, you know, people who have our stuff from the beginning uh, have been with us for this whole journey. Well, Mr. Z, thank you for the sample. Mr. Z is wearing your collar now and loves it. It looks really nice on him. He's never had, I don't think he's ever had a leather collar before. Oh, that's great. <laughs> do you do different colors of collars? Do you stick with traditional leather colors? What sizes do you make? Well, you know, we tend to skew towards bigger dogs because our collars are leather and, you know, leather can be a little heavier. So the toy breeds, um, very small dogs we don't make collars for. You know, we generally start around the size of the dog about the size of the Jack Russell Terrier. And we go up to uh, fairly large dogs, but we don't make any kind of like Mastiff collars or anything. So we sort of avoid the extremes of size of the dogs. But one of the things that we do is, is in the sort of our signatures, we do can do a lot of, because my wife's background is in oil painting, she knows a lot about pigments and dyes. So one of the things that we do is different from a lot of people is we can make really vibrant and interesting colors. We sell a ton of turquoise collars, ton of bright pink collars, collars with rhinestones, black collars, uh, you know, collars with all, all sorts of different uh, embossed patterns and embellishments. So really, you know, it, it helps your pet's personality shine. You know, everybody knows every dog has a different style, a different personality, a different feel. And, you know, that's kind of a cool thing about a collar. You know, it's, it kind of shows that little bit of that personality off. That's part of the reason why we like what we do so much. You know, that's funny that you mentioned personality because when I was putting the collar on, his his name is Zeus, but we call him Mr. Z around here. He kind of likes that. So when I was putting the collar on Mr. Z, I thought, you know, yeah, it looks stylish. And then I thought, you know, collars, I mean, they're for the comfort of your fur babies, but I think they're really for the owners because I don't know if he notices a big difference and except if there's more stuff jangling on him. But, you know, I think it's more the owners, right? Like guys don't want their male dogs to ever wear a pink collar because it's a boy dog. I kind of feel like that too, you know, where colors are kind of, you know, genderized. I mean, when I had red on Mr. Z, people thought it was a girl until they looked and saw he wasn't. But, you know, it's it's kind of for the owners. But do you have any interesting stories, you know, with collars as far as has anyone asked for anything custom? Yeah, we actually, you know, we started actually doing a lot of custom stuff. And one of the things that we've been really happy involved with all along the way is quite frequently we've been approached by different rescue organizations, um, breed specific rescue organizations and general rescue organizations to donate collars for various raffles and auctions and, and to help raise money. And that's something that we've been doing all the way along and something we're really proud of. I think one of the places where it's kind of cool, like you were saying, where you know, a dog's collar kind of helps the owner's personality come out and kind of helps the dog's personality come out. And we had a really good customer who bought a number of collars from us who did a lot of therapy work with her standard poodle. And, you know, she said that the people who were, who were really responding to her pet in the nursing homes and places that she was bringing in you know, kind of liked that the dog had a little different style every time it came in. So that's something that one of our callers, before Robin's caller, can do to kind of bring that style out. 
You know, I always think of a collar as maybe it's because I'm in jewelry now, but putting on my dog's necklace. So, <laughs> you know, if you think about it, like, and my dog does when I take it off for, you know, give him a bath, he does feel naked. I'm always like, you know, you want ready to put your necklace back on. And he does have a lot of jangly little pieces on there, even some silver, real silver, <laughs> something that that I made a long time ago. So that, you know, really complements the uh, gorgeous collar that you send for him. But I think he notices maybe because of the jangle and the weight when he doesn't have it on and he he likes having it on. And I like it on him because it's a security thing. You know, it, it people know where he is or know who he is with the collar because there's some ID information. So how are your collars? Are your collars secure? So if because they are the buckle variety, are they secure for dogs? So they won't have a problem. If they don't come undone. How are they made like that? Yeah, they are very secure. Um, they're all double riveted, and they have a they're really good sturdy um, nickel over brass buckle or a brass buckle, which is unlike a uh, cheaper collar. It's not going to rust or corrode. Of course, you know, no dog should ever be tied outside. So, in, in our estimation, so you know, we certainly don't recommend the collars for tie out or things like that. But they're very, you know, we have a lot of a lot of our customers do have larger dogs, shepherds, and we do a lot of people who have pit bulls and stuff. And you know, they strong dogs tend to not have problems, and we can also make them extra strong. You have a very strong dog. Again, unless it's a giant master for something, you know, we probably have a collar that would fit the dog. Yep, and that's a good point, not to use the collar as a tie-out and not to just leave the dog outside and, you know, tied with a collar around something. Because unless your dog's in a secure, isolated place, I always think you should be aware of what your dog's doing, especially if there's children around, because you're never 100% sure of what a dog's going to do. You know, That's it, for sure. That's kind of my personal opinion. Even if I just think even if your dog is trained and you're so confident, there's always that 1% that you're not sure of, you know, so good point. You probably have a lot of experience about this. What is your kind of what is your thought on how a collar should be worn? As far as size, I mean, what I'm saying, asking is in a really roundabout way is sometimes I, you know, dogs will change as far as, you know, Mr. Z, he has a lot of fur right now because he's gearing up for winter, even though in the South, we don't really have much of a winter, but you know, dogs, their bodies are, they don't know that. So he has a lot of fur right now. And I noticed the collar size changes. What are your tips over the years of making collars and dealing with all kinds of customers as far as fit for collars and how often? And you should check maybe, you know, the collar around the dog and make sure it's comfortable for your dog, your fur baby. What are your thoughts on that, Greg? Well, you know, a lot of people know that the standard of sort of the two-finger rule for comfort or being able to, you know, put a couple of your fingers in between the collar and the neck of the dog. And that's a pretty pretty much of a standard. But as far as how to fit the, the collar, and that's a very important point when you do buy a leather collar that has holes in it, unlike an adjustable nylon collar, you want to be very certain to fit. There's a couple of different ways to do that. Probably the best way is to use a cloth tape measure. If you buy a collar from us, we always tell you where the holes are. And actually, we have a link on our website to a video that will explain exactly how. It's a slideshow video. It explains exactly how to measure a collar. So that's really the best way is to measure with a cloth tape measure, like a sewing tape, a tape measure. Of course, you can also use a rope uh, or a small string and then measure that against a ruler or a yardstick. That's another really way to get a proper measurement. But yeah, it's your 100% right fit. It's very important, not only for the safety of your dog, but also for the comfort of your dog as well. 
That's a good point. And how long should the collar be? I know people can go to the website, but just if they're curious as we're talking right now, how long should it be like as far as say if your dog's neck is maybe seven inches, how long should the collar be? Well, there's sort of a, a variety of standard because, you know, it's, it's very similar to a belt. So the way that the hole goes through and then what we do is we place the, the middle hole of the collar and the collar will normally have five, four or five holes in it. Place that middle hole right at the middle measurement. So if the dog's neck measurement is, say, 16 inches, the circumference of the collar from the point of where the um, little tongue piece goes through the hole would be that measurement, 16 inches. And, you know, the best way to do that would be to measure with a cloth tape measure, put your fingers behind there so that, you know, you leave some room for comfort for the dog. And then it, you'll have adjustment points on either side. Okay, great tips. Thank you. Where can we find out more about Four Robins? You can search Four Robins on the internet. Our website, www.fourrobins.com, uh, has links to our callers and some of the other stuff that we do. There you'll find our, uh, information on sizing and things like that. And, um, you know, we also, if you have a custom order, we still maintain a uh, custom side of our business on Etsy at the Etsy shop is Four Robins. We do a lot of our customer interactions there. You can also see we've got loads and loads of feedback from our happy customers there as well. So both places are great to uh, find out a little bit more. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Greg, for coming on Best Bets for Pets and telling us about Four Robins for all you fur parents, fur baby parents out there. Okay, Mr. Z, the collar looks gorgeous on him. And this is a nice quality collar. It's so sturdy. It's, you know, genuine leather. It's really, really nice collar. And the fit, the size is fantastic. You can find out more on Pet Life Radio, Best Bets for Pets, and go to this segment. And there'll be a little picture of the of the product. And there'll be a link to the Four Robins website, as well as a bit of information And I would like to thank Mr. Z. He was the lucky one of the crew that got to test out this product, and he's still testing it. He loves his new Four Robins collar. And I'd like to thank my producer, Mark Winter, for making me and my guests sound great. And for all the fur fans out there, for all you fur baby parents and pet parents and everyone for listening to Pet Life Radio and Best Bets for Pets, thank you very much. We are growing leaps and bounds. We have over 62 shows now on the site, so we are thrilled. Look for more great things coming up. Any comments, questions, you can send them to Michelle at PetLifeRadio.com. Stay tuned for another great show. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back, right after we kibble a little with our sponsors. Hi, this is Tim Link, animal communicator and pet expert and host of Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Have you ever wanted to know what your pet is really thinking? Do you want to find out if they truly understand what you're trying to tell them? Ever wish you could build a better understanding and closer relationship with your pet? Well, now you can. Learning to communicate with animals is a four-part on-demand workshop. In the workshop, you'll learn the essential techniques that are necessary to communicate with animals, including what is animal communication, breathing correctly to achieve the perfect state to communicate with your animals at a deeper level, using guided meditation exercises and method to communicate with animals, and how to send and receive information from your animals. So if you're wanting to learn how to communicate and connect with your animals at a deeper level, visit PetLifeRadio.com forward slash workshop and purchase and download Learning to Communicate with Animals. You'll be glad you did. 
Hi, this is Jody Miller Young from Bark and Swagger. Tune in for everything pet fashion and more from fashion tips and runway trends, products and designs I love, to fabulous home decor for your furry friend. You'll find it all here. Be the first to discover the new. So, what are you waiting for? Find me on Pet Life Radio. And remember, when fierce fashion calls, bark and swagger. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Okay, for all you techie pet parents out there, this is such a cool product. I'd like to introduce Julie Stevenson. She's the marketing manager at IQ Pet. Welcome, Julie. Thank you so much. So everybody listening out there, in case they don't know, what is IQ Pet? IQ Pet is a um, brand that was created um, an, um, just a few years ago, actually, pretty brand new, pretty um, new brand. And we manufacture a couple of different products. Starwalk is the newest product on the market. Can you tell us a little bit about what type of products IQ Pet has? Absolutely. So they actually started in the industry with bark collars and e-collars. And then they expanded out and we came out with a brand new um, activity tracker for dogs, which is called Starwalk. And Starwalk is really cool because you just download an app on your phone or you can do it on your iPad as well and sync everything and ta-da, you can monitor your pet's, you know, actions and everything. Tell us more about Starwalk. Absolutely. So Starwalk is an activity tracker for dogs. Um, It's going to track how many calories they've burned, how far they've gone, the activity time, how long they've been active, the temperature outside or around the Starwalk. It's got LED lights. It's got six different colored LED lights. It shows your goal, your step goal. You can set a step goal and then you can, it shows your progress in 20% increments on the starlight on the very front of it. It's also waterproof. It works with Bluetooth 4.0. It's got really great reminders. So if you're, if you've got a dog who has medications or vet appointments, obviously, or play dates, you can set any kind of reminder you want and you'll get a notification not only on the Starwalk, but also on your cell phone, which is great. That's really important, especially for dogs with medication or, you know, monthly for flea, for heartworm. It's a great reminder. I know I forget. I mean, all these years having dogs and I still forget because sometimes it changes a little bit. Now, it sounds kind of like, you know, like a Fitbit. Everybody knows what Fitbit is for dogs. Is Yes. Yes, absolutely. That's exactly what it what you would be able to refer it to. And I could think of reasons, but for all the pet parents out there who are like maybe thinking, hmm, do I really need Fitbit for my dog or whatever, what's the importance of Starwalk for your pet? You know, honestly, in today's age, all of us are so busy with our jobs and school and just our families. You know, sometimes we forget to exercise and move and spend time with our dogs. So Starwalk was actually created to hopefully encourage and strengthen that bond with your dog. So the whole purpose is really to motivate you to go out and spend time with your dog and exercise with your dog. And, you know, a lot of us really, we spend, you know, eight hours a day at the office and we come home and we're tired. And seeing that light blink at you, you go, it's a great reminder. Oh, my gosh, I how to take, you know, Spot out for his nightly walk. So, so it motivates the pet parents, too. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) 
I could think of reasons too, if you have an, an overweight dog or a dog with some kind of heart condition where there could be a lot of importance. How does it know how many calories your dog's burning? You're going to set up a profile um, and you're going to put in your dog's weight. You're going to put in your dog's height. You're going to put in the length of your dog from neck to tail and then from shoulder to foot. When you put in all of that information, then it's going to utilize that information and, and calculate. It has a, a mathematical algorithm inside it, and it calculates how far the dog is walking. And then using that information, it tells you how many calories it's burning. Just like if we go, we know if we walk a mile, approximately how many calories we burn, right? And it's obviously different for each one of us depending on how much we weigh. That's why when you put in your dog's information, you're putting in that weight. You're putting in the, the arm length or the leg length. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And it's interesting because of measuring dogs, because their gait is so different rather than people. I mean, I could see someone six feet as opposed to someone five feet. Their gait's going to be somewhat different, you know, how far, how they, you know, their steps, their gait. But for dogs, it could be drastically different because... A small dog could be, you could have a dog that's 10 inches across and then you could have a dog that's, you know, 80. Yeah, it's, it means just basically you're looking at a vast difference of, you know, a teacup chihuahua versus your Samoyed, right, or your St. Bernard. They're going to have a huge leg inch difference. And your St. Bernard is obviously going to be able to walk further and he's going to cover a, a mile much faster than your chihuahua would. That's really interesting. What is the benefit of knowing what the temperature is outside? You know, that's just a great bonus, if you will. It's not really anything that, that it's not, doesn't tell you how warm or cold the dog is. It, it's basically just, if you're, if you don't have your smartphone on you, let's say you're out for a run with your dog um, and you don't have your cell phone on you. If you're interested in wanting to know what the temperature is, it's going to record that information for you. And then when you get back and you pick up your cell phone, you're going to know how cold or hot it was outside. So if you're walking and it's the middle of the summer and you're thinking, wow, it's really hot. I wonder, you know, how hot it is out here. And you get home and you're like, wow, it was 105 and I didn't even realize it. So that's a cool little benefit. Yeah. We talked about people just can download the app. Is it on most phones, most tablets? Is it, how would someone do this? It is compatible with both Apple and Android platforms. So it is available on the App Store for Apple. And then it's also available um, on Google. The Play Store? The Play Store. Thank you. Yes. I'm an Android person. So but I have a pad too. I like both. I like technology. I love technology. So that's why I think this is so cool for Mr. Z, especially because he's a little older. Okay, he doesn't like people to know his age, but he's almost 10. And I like the idea that I could measure and see how far he's walking because, you know, they get older, they get a little lazy. Like all of us, you get a little older, you get lazy and because you have less free time. But it's good. It helps me keep them a little bit more active than normal. And I like seeing the calories burn and all of that. So it's kind of cool. You know, it's just it's really a cool idea. It is. It is a. It is a great idea, and and it does help everybody. It helps the dogs that are puppies, and you know, even the older dogs who, like you said, um, maybe don't get as much exercise as they did when they were younger. Or you know, it is also good for you know dogs with multiple dog houses and single dog houses. Multiple dog houses, you know, they're playing with each other and getting a lot of exercise. Um, your single dog you know, who lives on his own maybe not isn't getting quite as much exercise. So it's really it's a great tool for everybody. And are there different sizes for different size dogs? No, it, it is a one size fits all. Okay, but it's pretty light, isn't it? Even, I mean, and what's the smallest dog that could wear a Starwalk? 
You know, every dog could wear a Starwalk, absolutely. It is very, very light. I would be totally comfortable putting it on a teacup chihuahua that's maybe, you know, three pounds. It's very, very light. And for all you fur parents out there, both Nikki, who's a 13-pound Havanese, so he's not that big of a dog, and Mr. Z, who's like 40-something pounds, maybe close to 50 now, since he's almost 10, it didn't bother him at all. And he's he's the sensitive one, so he usually notices anything on his neck and doesn't always light something if it's too heavy, but he had no problem with it. It was really comfortable for him. You know, I've seen, I have French Bulldogs myself, and uh, I have a number of friends who have it, and they actually put it on. We advertise that you're supposed to put it on your collar, but I also wanted to let everybody know, for those of you who have small dogs and you use a harness, it fits perfectly on a harness as well, and it's really great. It's such a great idea. Now, where can everyone listening purchase a Starwalk? There are three places currently online. You can go to, obviously, iqpetcaller.com or petco.com, or, of course, the large amazon.com is carrying the Starwalk. Okay, great. All right, so, Julie, we talked about the great idea of Starwalk, and I'm curious, where did it come about? How did you guys think of this? That's a great question. And our owner actually was out shopping for a gift for his mother, and he was really wanting to motivate her to maybe exercise a little bit more. She's kind of getting up there in age. And so he was out shopping for um, an activity tracker. And he was going with, he was reading about the Fitbit. And he bought it for her. And then he was thinking to himself as he's standing in line. And of course, he owns a pet company, right? So he's always got the dogs in the back of his mind. And he's thinking to himself, why isn't there one of these for dogs? This would be a great product to help motivate, you know, the person to walk with the dog. But then you're gaining a better relationship and spending more time. So that's actually where it came about. He was he was shopping and he thought, gosh, this would be a cool tool if we if we could make it for a dog. And they went to work. What a great idea. Now, how has his mom, has his mom tried the Starwalk? Does she have any pets? She does. And she does have the Starwalk, obviously. Um, and she it does help her, motivate her. The Fitbit, obviously, was something that she enjoys. and But she actually finds that the Starwalk actually motivates her more because she can take her. She loves spending time with her dog. So going home and seeing that she has a reminder set on there so she sees it every day and it blinks at her and then she's like oh I've got to take the dog out for a walk so she leashes him up and and heads out and so they do they walk every day and it has improved her health great great idea well Julie thank you so much for coming on best bets for pets and telling all the pet parents out there about your great product by IQ Pets Starwalk well thank you so much for having me and um, I'm excited because it motivates Mr. Z and me. And, well, Nikki doesn't have one, but he's going to get one soon. So it'll motivate both dogs to motivate me. So I'll be very active. Okay, all you pet parents out there, now get your Starwalk and get motivated with your fur baby to get out there. It's a great motivator for you and, you know, for your, for your pup. You can find more information on this episode of the segment on Pet Life Radio. Look for Best Bets for Pets. I would like to thank Julie for coming on Best Bets for Pets and telling us more about the Starwalk from IQ Pets and for Mr. Z for testing out the Starwalk. And by the way, he's exercising more and more. It makes me happy because I'd like him to live to be 30, 20, maybe 17. That would make me very happy. 
and uh, I, I just think it's a great tool, and it's motivating me and Mr. Z, so what could be better? I'd like to thank my producer, Mark Winter, for making me and my guests sound great, and for everyone out there in radio land, everyone out there rather in digital land, for listening to Best Bets for Pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio is growing like crazy, and we really thank all of our fans for listening to all the shows. So thank you. There's a lot of shows on Pet Life Radio. Just take a look sometime. We have thousands, all kinds of great info. And for all the fur parents out there for listening, I appreciate it so much. Keep listening. We have lots of great products to come. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.